0: Good, Good morning, morning millennials. millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. Happy Thursday. I'm so excited to be joined by a co-host who is so heavily requested. The Giggly Girlies are
1: here. It's oh Paige DeSorbo. so excited. Thank you. Thank you for coming. No, I actually. Oh, wait, sorry. Can you move your mic closer to your mouth? Yeah. I actually dressed a little comfy today because I feel like I do my best gossip Comfortable. Like, this is what happens. People come, because you've been on a few times,
0: and every time you come, you stunt on these hoes with your outfits. (laughs) And I'm here, like, in my Toast merch and leggings and sneakers. And this happens with Taylor Strecker. It happens with Shannon Ford. And honestly, I'm like...
1: I need to set my pussy up. Wait, can we talk about how good Taylor Strecker has been looking? I'm obsessed. Like I always envision her as like just like a rich woman. Yes, but that's now her aesthetic. She's giving like full rich woman. No, she looks so good. I'm so happy for her. Every time she
0: comes on the toast, all we do is talk about Azambic. Like <laughs> so, so only good. Only thing to talk about. Like if you needed to would you take a page? Ye- I could find a way to bring up Ozempic 100%. in everyday life. I would take it in a minute. It's a life-changing drug. Taylor and I are kind of like the face of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like the body of it, I guess I would say. <laughs> no, and she looks it. so good. Yeah,
1: no, she does.
0: And so I decided to like get my best, my Sunday best out for yeah, you. Yeah, you look amazing. You're
1: kind of raising the bar for everyone, constantly. I appreciate that. No, we appreciate you. I just try and I do it for the girls. For the girls you know, and the gays. I do it for the girls and the gays. And I have to say, you get so, we get
0: so many requests whenever we do maternity leave, like bring Paige back. And one of my favorite, like, because I'm like a sleuth and I'm annoying, like mm-hmm. one of my favorite things to do is like bring people on the toast and, like see other episodes perform. Like, Because everybody <laughs> like acts on social media like, oh, I'm so great, like yeah, I have so yeah, many yeah. No, I got it. But it's interesting, you know, it's, to see who translates. The numbers don't lie. They don't. And I wanted to tell you the last time you were here, I think you were maybe in the top three. <gasps>
1: yeah, oh and Hannah, God. the Giggly girls, no, love you. Because I feel like the Toast Girlies and the Giggly Girlies have equal amount of like mental health issues yes. so we're all the same yes <laughs> like, and I'm so
0: glad to be catching you in this time of year because like you're kind of everywhere first of all yeah. you're on multiple reality shows so you're of course we know her queen of southern I mean of Summerhouse. yep but you're also now like a, like a girly on southern charm
1: I, and I tried really hard to like not be a girly on southern charm I was like really? I don't I don't I have my own Thing. group of people who are crazy that I'm dealing with their drama I don't know if I could take on a whole second group. another crew but then things happen and I can't shut up and both no. the shows that you're on right now
0: are having like monumental seasons well we, yeah. ha- we haven't seen summer house yet but of course we all know right. Carl and Lindsay yeah now on southern charm Taylor and Austin like, Just... was that like crazy to you or did you like see that coming
1: It was crazy because I, in real time, like, was finding things out. So, like, an episode is going to come out where, like, I find out, like, the Taylor and, like, Olivia of it all. Mm -hmm. And my face, I'm just, like, shocked. Shocking. No, it's crazy. I feel
0: like it's me and Jackie were having this conversation. It's kind of the equivalent. It's like a scandal of Southern Charm. Yeah. But the only thing is, is, like... Ariana was the victim in in Scandal and she's like a sympathetic victim.
1: People like aren't gonna be out here crying for Shep. He's just like not made himself like a really sympathetic character. Right, right, right. And also because he cheated. Right. So it's like he's not like a scorn and they were broken up, but Mm. it's really the And he's a man, so like who cares? (laughs) Wait, I love that you said that men shouldn't write. They shouldn't. Because I don't think they should be in the arts. Like at all. Interesting, we also don't believe that they should have cooking shows. That's disgusting. Which is an art in and of
0: itself. But they shouldn't have them. They shouldn't. And then Cody Rigsby came on the toast yesterday and he's on this like promo tour for his book. And he was like, I heard you think men can write. And I was like, well, first of all, you're gay, so like you're obviously it better. You're yeah, doesn't yeah, count. Yeah. He said he agreed. Yeah. And then I was like, I was mostly talking about like fiction storytelling. Yeah. Men
1: can't tell stories. No, they unless can't. unless it's their own, right? <laughs> like they can't. They can't gossip. No, at all. No, Ben like, is, is the, the I was worst. gonna say, is Ben
0: a good gossiper? No, mostly. And this is where we differ. He like doesn't care. I'm like, what is that like not caring like, about? If you told me about like a crazy thing that happened to your yes. home friend who I've never met, I would think it was the craziest thing, like, and you
1: would have a dynamite follow up question, of course. And then I would find a way to like. Connect. I'm like, oh, I know her friend from college. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. And then you're down a rabbit hole. So Ben doesn't
0: care, but Ben like gets good information because Ben's yeah. like this affable guy. Yeah. And everybody who meets him like
1: kind of just like trusts him. Yeah. He does have that like where I'll tell you my whole life story. We call it
0: the ben effect <laughs> Yeah. He can get anything. Like people love Ben. He's such a good like networker connector. Yeah. Like if I wanted tickets to the Super Bowl, he would have like I I said to a few, Ben a few days ago. I'm like I want um to go to the. Jets game on Sunday yeah, and because they think Taylor Swift is going to be there and it came out yesterday that she actually is going to be there so like the prices for tickets are like so crazy. Uh, Ben got two different options. He said which one do you want? (laughs) Wait. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that. You ever need anything call Ben. He'll do it. Because Ben Ben's really smart. He um he like, his, a form of currency of his is, like, favors. He's like, yeah. oh, I just did a favor for this guy, so let me ask him for this. Wait, that's so mafia of Ben, and I love it. It's called The benefact, and I think we could all really learn from him. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, and he calls himself Ben Soffer Celebrity. <laughs> but, like, the reason why, you want to hear the funniest story? I forget, I think we were in Portugal, and he, we were talking about how, like, such ugly pictures come up of us on Google. Yeah. And he was trying to find this one that, <laughs> that we, like, that he, they, like, hates so much, yeah. but he couldn't find it, and then, like, the conversation moved on and he pulled out his phone and we all look over at his phone he had been looking for the photo and he searched Ben Soffer celebrity (laughs) and we like roasted him endlessly but now it kind of stuck BSC Ben Soffer celebrity that's
1: amazing yeah and he honestly is a celebrity I wish I had half the confidence any man Mm. I've ever met it's true it's kind of wild sometimes true I'm just
0: it's enviable yeah But yeah, men can write they shouldn't be in the arts they shouldn't have cooking shows and Cody Rigsby said yesterday too they shouldn't be Super Bowl performers but we We made the exception for Usher because he's got charisma. Cody called him like a
1: slut, and I agree. But don't you feel like Taylor Swift is gunning for that position next year? So
0: I could literally write a dissertation on Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. For many years, it was the Pepsi halftime show. And Taylor had done like a very long, I want to say like five-year contract with Diet Coke
1: (gasps) that had a non-compete. And I think it had a non-compete for many years after, so she wasn't eligible. Okay, got it. Okay, I didn't know this. You are my Taylor Swift guru. I know. Can I just say, you made my Taylor Swift experience. Yes, I want to talk about that. We went to the Taylor Swift concert together,
0: and Craig was like hyped up. He's like, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. And like halfway through the concert, he turns and he's like, Why don't I know any of these songs? (laughs) He's like, (laughs) Didn't know one song. He's like, Maybe I'm not like a Taylor Swift fan. It's just like a really long concert. So yeah, you know the hits, like five or 10, but there's 40 songs. No,
1: when you leaned over and said, If you have to pee, you should go now. it was just one of my favorite. I was like, oh my god, I would have missed an amazing right. part. You're like, she's gonna talk for a long five time. minutes and you can go to the bathroom now. And that was great. It was a good time to go to the bathroom. You, know, it you nailed it. So um we're gonna talk about Taylor Swift and any
0: questions you might have. Oh, but so that's why she didn't do it because of Diet Coke. Then okay. it switched to Apple Music. Now I think it's only like year two of Apple Music, but she's been on the Eras tour, so like it doesn't really you know work with her schedule got it got it so I do believe it has to be coming up yeah in the next few years there's a few people who it's like why haven't you done it Carrie Underwood why haven't you done
1: it Pink why haven't you done it Kelly Clarkson because in my head,
0: they've all done it. No, I know. But then it's like when you look back, it's like Coldplay's done it three times. Bruno Mars has done it two times. Beyonce's done it two times. They like re- they recycle certain people, yeah. but they don't bring in new talent. And doesn't Carrie sing the song? Yes, that's what we were talking about on Monday. She does the like the NFL night? Su- Sunday Night Football. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, Sunday <laughs> Night. Like, she's part of the
1: family. Yeah. It makes no sense. That makes zero sense.
0: So we talked about Southern Charm. We need to talk about summer house like not summer house breaking the internet yeah. when it came out that carla and Lindsay broke up and there's so much confusion about like what actually i'm sure you're limited in what you can say and i'm not yeah. gonna push you because like you have a contract and i honor that you know you. <laughs> but like what the fuck is going on
1: okay it's so interesting because this summer definitely very different from any other summer we've had did you get out of bed i Went out every weekend. Look at you. Like literally dancing on tables. Was it as fun as laying in your bed? Like pros and cons for sure. Like I definitely thought about my bed a lot and was like the first to go. (laughs) Um, We had a great time this summer to the point where we actually said like the last day of filming, like, wow, what's our reunion going to be like? Because... It like, was copacetic. Yeah, it was copacetic. I mean, obviously there was some drama, but it wasn't like so deep and so dark that we were like, I'll never speak to that person again. It was like chill drama that mm-hmm. like normal people have. And we were like, there's just gonna be nothing. It's gonna be nice. And then literally 48 hours later, we were like, pardon? How did you find out? The, the internet everyone. like <gasps> everyone else. because like, it wasn't, no one was there besides them too. No one was, yeah, no one was there. I don't even really know, like, detailed details. Mm -hmm. Um, I just know I found out through the internet, texted Amanda, and was like, did you see this on, like, I forget what it even was. Everywhere. Yeah, literally everywhere. And she was like, call me. And (gasps) which is one of my
0: favorite texts. (laughs) because when people call me I'm like go away yeah but when somebody when like I'm asking a juicy question they're like you need to call Call. me that's exciting I'm like
1: let me get comfy
0: you know let me change let me take my makeup
1: off (laughs) yeah let me get my I like my
0: phone holder so I can like talk with my hands (laughs) I keep one on my nightstand (laughs) that is the
1: best (laughs) no it's the best yeah or when someone says wait I forgot to tell you this Mm. like literally gets or when you ask a simple gossip question and you get a voice memo in return Me and Hannah are big voice memo people. Okay, influencers love voice memos. I love that because I feel like I don't trust anyone. Yeah. So I don't ever want to type anything. I don't trust myself. Yeah. Like, I don't need to put this in writing. Like, let's Even not be dumb. Even though it's Hannah. I know. I like, he- but I also like hearing certain people the way they say things. Intonation. Yeah, it's just different. Uh-huh. Like, if Craig sent me a voice note, I'd be like, you could have texted <laughs> <us."> <laughs> Totally. But, like, if your girlfriend
0: sends you one, you're like, it oh, hits no, different. this is juicy. Especially someone like Amanda, because, like, her and Kyle, yeah. like, really are, like, Like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Jackie always finds the words I'm looking for. Like where, they're like the control room. Like they have, they have Kyle, they have Amanda, they have the girls, they have the guys. Like it's kind of like the center, the communication center. They're the nucleus. Nucleus. (laughs) (laughs) So like getting that I need to call you from her specifically changes the game.
1: Because here's the other thing. Kyle also is notoriously so bad at gossip, but yet gets it all. Yep. So, like, we're, when we ask him questions, he's like, oh, I don't know, I didn't ask. It's always the people who get the information who don't appreciate it. I've actually been training Craig so mm. hard that now when he's places without me, he'll text me and be like, don't worry, I'm I'm writing it all in my notes of, oh, like, okay. what's happening. So, Jackie does that with me because I love to gossip, but I have the worst memory. Yeah.
0: And, like, I love a cocktail. <laughs> right. You know? Right. So You're I, a simple girl. If I'm going to dinner with, like, somebody who has good gossip or, like, A dinner with like someone crazy who I just like need to tell Jackie everything they did. Like I will go to the bathroom and start anything (laughs) down. Like I'm like oh I have to pee and then just like four things. You
1: have to. It's important because if you forget something and then it comes to you days later, the gossip just doesn't hit the same as like that next morning. Totally. (laughs) No, we're bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, like it
0: was just Yom Kippur. Yep, and like you're supposed to kind of look at your whole life and be like, what could I be doing better? <laughs> and it's actually like a really big sin in this Judaism. This is your new year, right? It's right after New Year. It's okay. like a day of atonement. It's like okay. the most serious day. You're supposed to. It's when you're like you're. It's like when God plans out the year. Like are you going to be in the Book of Life. Okay, be, you have to like act right on Yom Kippur. Yeah, and just to like, be self reflective. Yeah, and it's a big thing in Judaism. It's called lashon hara. It means like to speak evil. Okay, but I think like the translate like. I'm not 100% sure, like, if gossiping and, like, exchanging information,
1: like, with, like, a sister or best friend. Is considered Because we're not speaking
0: evil. We're just right. sharing
1: information. You're saying facts back and forth to each other. It's just a conversation. <laughs> well, you don't want us to talk? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Right? Like, what do, what are people talking about If then? not each other. Right. Uh, that, I don't know. And here's the other thing. When people are like, oh, my God, she's such a gossip," or Like, I hate gossip. Then you must have a really boring friend group.
0: No, and that's the thing. Like, if you're like a part of a friend group, and there's one person who like you know is better than everyone and won't yeah. gossip, like that person is immediately boring. And we're talking about you, right? <laughs> because you won't participate. You're the one that's being talked about. It's a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> well, it's just a crazy time to be Paige Desorbo. Giggly yeah. Squad everywhere. Live tour, podcast, killing it. Summerhouse, Southern Charm,
1: Craig. Craig. <laughs> How's Craig? I feel like <laughs> Craig, is full-time <laughs> Craig is a full time job. Craig is a full time job. Um, he's really good though. He pitched the first ball at the Orioles game I saw. the other night and he was a basket of nerves. I'm sure. L- like you would have never known, but he was so nervous. I feel like for a man, it's actually like girls, like
0: you throw like a girl, like yeah. you can throw it
1: down and it's like so cute. And I was trying to make him feel better and I was like, look, I genuinely have never seen someone throw the first pitch. Ever. Like if I'm at a game, like I've never cared, I've never looked up. I'm getting like, a drink. I was like, no one's watching. And you know Craig. He didn't love that. He was like, (laughs) but I feel like people are, I was like, no, no, no. As many people as you want to watch are watching. (laughs) So true. You can make the case. You're going to be fine. And how did he do? He did great. That's so exciting. But I wouldn't know otherwise.
0: I know that like (laughs) you're supposed to make it over home plate. Like that's a good one. Yeah,
1: He did. And okay, so we felt good. That's amazing. We got the content. It's also low-key hard. It's really far. It's really far. And I, don't, said, I couldn't do it. Before he went out to like do it, mm-hmm. he turned to me and he was like, never stop recording. <laughs> oh, and funny. I was like, this is just <laughs> the best moment of my life. I was like, you got it. I no guess for problem. a guy, that's like being invited to like Fashion Week. No, that was, I could Major. only like think of it in those terms. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a big moment for him. That's huge. Yeah, so we love that. And how was Paige and Craig? Like, I'm just obsessed. Paige and Craig are doing good. Where are you living now? Um, so I'm in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I'm in New York June, July, August, September. For Summer House. For Summer House. And then, like, September just seems to be a busy month in New York. It is. U.S. Open, Fashion Week. Yeah, it's just like, I can't miss the time. of You're the queen of fashion. Like, no, did you go to the U.S. Open? I did. And I feel like tennis is having a real moment. I know, I was obsessed.
0: But you also, like live with hannah right hannah's like tennis obsessed so it could appear that way but i'm here
1: to let you know like in the real world too it is hannah gets some really niche gossip Ooh! so like hannah always gets the tennis girly gossip and it's like i don't know any of these people but i'm i think i know what you're talking about into it i think i know what you're talking about and we should talk about it after okay we'll talk about it after and she also will get stand-up comedy gossip. Ooh, that's interesting. Because it's very niche it's like a small Gre- circle. Very small circle. So I'm very invested in a lot of people's lives that I don't know their last name. I love that. And I, and that's great for me. Because you're collecting information <laughs> at this point for a later
0: date. Oh, I love that. We'll have to chat later. Yeah. Well, today you're here to serve one purpose. Yeah. And that's to be actually two, like to be your fabulous page self, but to join me in discussing the fast five what current pop
1: culture stories like are you dying over? I mean, I the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey is just like sweeping the nation. Do you think
0: Travis Kelsey's hot? I do. Cody Brinkley described him yesterday as corn fed, and I thought that was like the perfect way to describe it.
1: Okay, this is going to be unpopular, and Go. I'm not. And I'm not coming for him mm-hmm. whatsoever. You can. I, I think I'm um, crazy. You're in the NFL, so talented, mm-hmm. good for you. Mm-hmm. So hot, mm-hmm. tall. There's just something about him that, like when he was saying that he went to Taylor Swift's show, he made a bracelet with his phone number on it and he was like a little butthurt she didn't see him after. Get a grip. I got the ick kind of immediately. I completely agree. Not enough people are talking about how he's he's like extremely
0: cringy. And yeah. we were making fun of him endlessly, because when he invited Taylor to the show, he went on Pat McAfee and he was asked about it. And he said, I told Taylor this is okay, this is the words he actually said, and then I'll tell yeah. you how he said it. Okay. He said, I told Taylor, you know, I saw you rock the stage at Arrowhead. Why don't you see come see me rock the stage at Arrowhead? That's how he invited her to the show. Mm-hmm. But when he regurgitated his own words on Pat McAfee, he said, I said, Listen, Taylor. <laughs> I saw you rock the stage at Arrowhead. Why don't you come see me rock the stage at Arrowhead?
1: <laughs> it was ick. No, but she also rocked the stage at Arrowhead. Is it Arrowhead? Yeah. Okay. On her own, own sold it out. You're out there with... A hundred guys. Don't and equate it. There's empty seats. Don't equate the two. You are not the same. Like when I saw the meme, like it's so cute of Taylor to go check on the arena while they turn it into the <laughs> Mojo Jojo house. I lost it. I, I was know. like, "That's amazing. It's I know. so perfectly put." Yeah, like she's doing the most, and we're supposed to be impressed by this like football team. And there's something about like a really hot guy who, and I'm sure he's lovely and very nice. I'm sure, I'm sure. I love how you like have to say that. What no, are you about to say? I'm sure. But there's something about a really hot guy who tries to act like, oh, I'm just like, I'm just, like really down to earth. I'm just like a nice guy. Like, I'm just like from the Midwest. Like, y- no. Okay, I love that. Because I've met so many of them where uh-huh. I'm like, wait, but you're actually one of the most diabolical people I've ever met. I think like a universal rule is that if you have to say you're down to earth, yeah. you are not. Like the girlies that are out here being like I'm so nice or like I am a girl's girl, which I feel like I do say that a lot, but like girl's girl is different. It's like, okay, well, if you have to tell me, I feel like you're lying. No, what are you hiding? Yeah. What's underneath that Like if of you niceness, get along with everyone, everyone will
0: just know. Right, you, you don't, don't have, so have so to say it. Like you don't have to say it. It's just right. like it is. Yeah, I agree. Like people who would claim like the salt of the earth... <laughs> something's wrong <laughs> no. something is wrong because no. you know you never hear his brother Jason Kelsey say he's you know down to earth because he actually is right
1: because I feel like he genuinely is like he he's not thirsty he does no. his work he goes family to his family man. yeah
0: like he's someone who's just proving that he's down to earth without saying it here's the
1: other thing about yeah. it what's the other thing Paige? I very much believe that like you have a type yeah Especially as a guy, like, yes, a woman is, like, every guy's type. For like, sure. they'll take whatever they can get. A hole is a hole. <laughs> right. Like, but there is some type of an aesthetic mm-hmm. there.
0: Taylor Especially looks... for men. I feel like women are more, like, uh, right. your personality.
1: Right. Like, Taylor dated a million different looks and yeah. vibes. <clears throat> but we're
0: different. Like, no, we by can the way. adapt. No, because we, like, see underneath. And, right. by the way, I really feel like for women, me and Jackie always say this, like, a man becomes attractive to you based on their personality. And yes, You could say arbitrar- arbitrarily, like, oh, that guy's ugly, but like, when you know him, a woman sees him as
1: beautiful. Like, yes. really. Like, they get hotter. Oh, for sure. And him and his ex-girlfriends, yep. I mean, it, it, so different. It couldn't, it couldn't be more different.
0: That's why I like the whole thing, and that's what I was saying, and people, I love Taylor, and I am championing this relationship. Like, now I'm on board, but I think it's important to think critically and be like, he is really thirsty.
1: I think so, too. Like, the whole friendship bracelet thing. It's too much. Like, it's honestly, much. Craig and I have only been dating for two years, and he dated, like, one girl before me who had blonde hair, and I won't let it go. That's interesting. You know, I'm like, but you like blondes. And he's like, gets really mad at me. No, but that's a fair point. I'm like, well, proof is in the pudding, Craig.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, Facts don't lie. I think about that, too, and I always think, like, it's so normal for someone to, like, date and marry someone who had multiple girlfriends before. Right. <laughs> me and Ben met when we were 18, so like neither of us really had a girlfriend. Yeah. Ben had like one girlfriend, I actually know her, she's so lovely. I have yeah. nothing, only good things to say and her. And do randomly like bring her up. I know and they like literally dated for like maybe 2 months in like freshman year of college, but to me that's like my only frame of reference and yeah. I will never get over it. No. I can't imagine like dating someone, meeting someone at like a normal age like 25 or 30 no. and then they have like five girlfriends?
1: Oh no. i would Every die. girl Craig's even spoken to, I'm Text- like, in. Devil. Text your girlfriend? <laughs> like, why don't you text your girlfriend? No, calling people <laughs> who Ben
0: has met one time, their, his girlfriend, is my favorite activity.
1: <laughs> I'm going to start doing it.
0: It's so funny, and, or whatever, Ben's, like, five minutes late, he said yeah. he was supposed to be home at 7.15 last night, and he got home at, like, 7.45, and I was like, oh, how
1: was your girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Send my regards. I... <laughs> He was like a makeup artist one time mm-hmm. and the only other person I knew was like a girl that like Craig Ooh, dated mm-hmm. and I was like oh I'm like using this new makeup artist like she used to do your girlfriend and he was like who and I'm no, like because he's had so many you know yeah. like come yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. For sure it's also a small circle of like yeah, I'm makeup like, artists, your reality girlfriend,
0: your girlfriend. <laughs> LOL. Well, we're going to dive into the Fast Five. Paige is here to join me. So Paige, I just have one last question for you. Okay. Are you ready for the Fast Five stories that you need to know? I am. Thank God. Today's episode of The Toast is brought to you by State Farm. Specifically, the State Farm Personal Price Plan. They help you create a plan that gives you options so you get an affordable price. And it comes with a ton of benefits, like the coverage you want, a policy that helps cover what's important to you, and most importantly, an affordable price just for you. Because after all, life is just better when you can personalize your experiences. And so many things in life are so personal, comedy, food, Insurance, and State Farm gets that, because State Farm is toasty as hell. So think about it like this. What do your music playlists, podcast feeds, social media scrolls all have in common? Well, they're a reflection of you. So we all know my social media is full of Taylor Swift conspiracy theories. It's lately full of like a ton of football because I'm so athletic. Jackie's are so different, you know, she's a reels girl. So we're different, even though how similar are we? We still have such specific and different needs, and insurance is even more specific than that. And that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common. It gives you options that help you personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most, and most importantly, at an affordable price just for you. So you'll be able to see more of yourself and everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. See, I personalized the slogan because like I have an amazing voice and Jackie doesn't. So we're so different call or go to dot com today to create your state farm, personal price plan prices vary by state options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. Let me just do that one more time. Cause I didn't like love the one I last did like a good neighbor. State farm is there gorgeous. Thank you State Farm for sponsoring today's episode. Today's episode is also brought to you by Thrive Market. Thrive Market is our go-to for all of our grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to my doorstep is a huge time saver. Jackie as always was like the first one in in the family to really rave about Thrive Market and she was 100% right. I've discovered so many good snacks from Thrive Market and really when you're looking for like clean snacks, when you're looking for clean household essentials like you know uh kitchen cleaners, they have everything you need from top to bottom and it all gets delivered to your house which is just so fabulous. You don't have to lug like a thousand grocery bags out of your house, like make two trips in a pair of heels that you left by the door. So as a Thrive Market member, we are saving money on every single grocery order. On average, we're saving over 30% every time. On top of the savings, they have a deals page. It changes daily where you can get like cash back on a ton of brands and they have a price match guarantee. So not only does Thrive Market save me money but they also save us time. Instead of reading a bunch of label ingredients in the grocery store, we can use their filters on their website that suit our needs. So whether you're looking for certified gluten-free snacks, low sugar alternatives, non-toxic cleaning, you can basically curate your own shopping experience with the click of a button, and it's made with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. I have to say, the way I've discovered so many good snacks from Thrive Market, like Annie's makes cheese puffs, who knew that? I only know that because Jackie had them in her house to give to Harry, but she couldn't because I ate them all. (laughs) Um, And with Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need. So when you join, They have a one-for-one membership matching program, so you basically join and they give, and it's fabulous. Your needs are met. They're helping people. There's no reason not to be using Thrive Market, in my opinion. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today. Get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift when you go to thrivemarket.com slash thetoast. That'll be 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift at thrivemarket.com slash thetoast, thrivemarket.com slash thetoast. All right, some Taylor Swift news. Obviously, Travis Kelsey, but this actually isn't about that. It came out yesterday that she has loaned Sophie Turner and her kids a New York City apartment during the bitter legal battle with Joe Jonas. So the superstar singer has been by Sophie Turner's side ever since the actress split from Joe Jonas came to light. She's taken her to dinner, keeping her entertained amid her breakup. But now page six hears that Swift has even loaned Sophie Turner a stunning apartment in her own downtown New York City neighborhood that the actress and her children can live in while Turner and Jonas get their complex custody arrangements ironed out. So apparently she keeps a Tribeca pad as an investment property, but has handed the keys over to the Game of Thrones star as a temporary home and says that Sophie Turner has been spotted settling into the famously chic neighborhood checking out some of the local comfort suits, food spots. And she was photographed yesterday, I think like handing off the kids to Joe because she came out in like sweatpants. I mean like a sweatshirt and shorts and put all the kids in the car and then waved goodbye. Wow. And it's like in Tribeca. These paparazzi photos are like incredibly intimate. It's so
1: crazy to think they live like down the street. No, I know. That's what's so crazy about New York
0: and why starting today, like I'm going out every night and I'm going to the Jets game because one of my like... Favorite activities is to get dressed and stay alert.
1: Yeah, and just like look around for Taylor. And I, I feel can't like can be my night. you and Margot haven't met her. I know, or like at least been at the same. I know event as her. Like it doesn't seem. I was like, at, I feel like she knows you guys. I was at um, the Aristore, yeah, and she was there too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have one time gotten like um, a package from her, yeah, with like a, a handwritten note with merch, like. But then I never heard from her again. Do you think she wrote it?
1: Um, no. Right. But I choose to believe that she did. Okay, my one question that I feel like you'll know. Were Sophie and Taylor friends prior, like when Joe and Sophie got together, were Taylor and Sophie already friends or they became friends? They became friends, I believe, when the relationship with Joe started. Especially because okay. like Fearless
0: was being re-released and that's all about Joe. So like Taylor brought them into the fold. She posted about the song. So she
1: was cool with Joe. Always like cool. For... And
0: Taylor's a huge Game of Thrones fan. Okay. So they had met because Taylor was obsessed with Game of Thrones. And I believe um, there's a song about Arya and Queen Sansa. I think it's Endgame is about that. Okay, there's some one, one of the songs like Taylor like always writes about like things in popular culture. She's written songs about like different movies and books, and she's written music about Game of Thrones because she loves it. I'm a big Sophie Turner fan. Me too, and I think like I'm loving the way this is turning out because when the divorce news first came out, it was like clearly a narrative from Camp Jonas, and it was like mm-hmm. really
1: anti-Sophie, yeah. anti-mom,
0: and it was actually anti-woman.
1: No. It was so anti-woman, it and was like how dare she go out and work live at 27. And, right. and we- like she's British. Right. So like they, I feel like British Culturally, people, socializing is different, like their yes. drinking habits are a that's little different. True. And yeah, I'm just. And nobody believed it, that's what I yeah. loved. They're like, oh, we're getting fed all this information. Team Sophie.
0: Everyone's so in
1: on like PR stunts now. I know, we're kind of too
0: smart. Like you can't yeah. really pull one over on the internet anymore.
1: And it's interesting being on reality TV because, like, when things will happen, mm-hmm. like, okay, perfect example is Carl and Lindsay breaking up. Yeah. Like, but no one's seen anything, so right. it's, like, you can't keep even keep a secret no. till, like, the season comes out. And yeah. so people are already, like, picked their sides. Picked their sides, like, sleuth, like, all these blogs have yeah. so really
0: no connections but like making stuff up like right it's true so by the time the season comes
1: out like you're kind of fucked sometimes but sometimes it is obviously like when it's not you like it is funny to see certain rumors yes like there was one rumor that carl like got a girl pregnant and she was like crying in a bathroom somewhere i did hear that
0: that's (laughs) when i read that i mean
1: i know from what i know no and like knowing carl like no yeah but when i read that i was like people are crazy and that's hilarious
0: it is I also love about this story I feel like there are so many moments in like pop culture like Taylor Swift is kind of like a bankroll for women yeah like remember when she paid all of Kesha's legal bills against Dr. Luke
1: no I didn't yeah because like
0: Kesha's entire like discography she was suing that's
1: so nice she gave
0: her $250,000 to pay her legal fees
1: that's like us getting a cab Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'll get you your Uber home. It's It's nothing to her, but like to Kesha,
0: she was probably drowning in legal bills. She wasn't able to work because her work was owned by this man who she was accusing of sexual harassment. And like, it was like this terrible situation. And here comes Queen Taylor taking care of the bill. She's giving home to the displaced. Like she's literally like saving
1: women in crisis. She boosted our economy. She literally (laughs) actually did. Like the, the GDP is up. Like, even, they were doing all the stats for last Sunday, like, the amount of people watching, the amount of... Jerseys. His, Jer- like, is he... She he, put him on the map. No. Like, I wonder if he does think at all, like, wow, I should have given her, like, a cut for on the pod,
0: On the podcast, he has a podcast, and it came out yeah. yesterday, and they had recorded after Sunday's game, and they spoke very little about Taylor. He was basically just like, we had fun, I'm so glad she came, I'm gonna keep it private. mm mm-hmm. um, but his brother did bring up the fact that his jersey sales went up 400%. Yeah. Like, he's aware. Like, that's crazy. No, like, that's her power. Yeah. I, you'd
1: love to see women in power being powerful. I, I just, I'm very here for her, like, everything she's doing right now. Me too. For, like, everyone. And she's doing good work, like,
0: home, giving Sophie and her kids a home. I'm sure, like, there's a reason why Sophie has to be in New York. Well, she's filming a movie, isn't she? Well, she, she was, fil- that's what the whole, di- the divorce paperwork that came out, she filed a lawsuit against Joe, and it was like, Filled with interesting information that someone who I love on TikTok, the talk of shame, she read it and like did all the work for this us. This is when
1: she was like, I want the kids to go back to England. Yes. So they had
0: agreed at the beginning of this year, or the, in December of last year, we're gonna live permanently in the UK okay so they bought a house they're renovating it and then they started renting a house to live in until the renovations were done they enrolled the kids in schools got them doctors like made all this thing and then when the summer came he was leaving for tour okay and she was going to film something until September and she said you take the kids on tour I'll be working till September and then come September I'll come pick them up on tour bring them back to the UK and we'll live in our new house together but that never happened because in August he filed for divorce
1: Okay, the thing that I can't figure out and I don't understand, when he filed for divorce, when she was at that concert two days earlier, like we haven't- Yes. Like, why but is now he talking about that? Now looking back, the first few days are filled with questions. Because did she not know- That he was like, not gonna let them live in the UK? Yeah, like what, like why would she have gone to the concert if they were at such odds that he was like to the point where he was filing for divorce that next day? Yeah, I don't
0: know. Maybe, um, and I don't know because I don't have children, but like maybe the kids really wanted to go to the concert and like as a mom, like you just mm. do what the kids want.
1: Okay, that's actually probably maybe like, they like wanted the to see simplest Daddy.
0: answer and right. probably the most right. Maybe. Yeah, okay. This is just like so shocking to me. I, I pegged these two as like a forever. Yeah, me too. And it's still taking
1: time for me to like unlearn that. My favorite is when like someone breaks up and people go back and find like certain videos and they're like, see, we, <laughs> we knew. Uh, that's like, happening with Travis Kelsey this oh, yeah. video of him is going viral. It's actually from Watch What Happens Live,
0: where he was asked like a bunch of raunchy questions by Andy about mm-hmm. sex. Ramona is the other guest. <laughs> and he basically said like a deal breaker for him is if a woman doesn't give oral sex. And Ramona's like slapping him being like, who raised you?
1: Oh it's my God. kind of amazing. I didn't know he had a dating show. Oh my God, you have to watch it. No, I like that. When I heard that too, I was like, okay, yeah, I don't like it. He has actually
0: recently ever, he bec- he wasn't really famous when that show came out. So he yeah. was just like a football player with a reality show. And now like last year he got so famous and he was asked about it, and he was like, honestly like i know it's weird but i was a rookie i had spent all my money because like i was so excited to be
1: making money and i needed the money and i actually respect the, the honesty honestly That's why everyone's on reality TV. Like at some point they were like, okay, I'll do this for a paycheck. Uh, No,
0: and I I understand like being so young and making money and blowing through it. Like you're not thinking about fiscal responsibility, your first year in the NFL. So I actually understood it and you should watch it. I think I'm gonna. And he ended up dating the girl that won for like four or five months. Oh wow. Yeah, but she's the one who this week came out and was like, I'm a girl's girl. Taylor, you should know, once a cheater, always a cheater. She literally said that to the
1: Daily Mail. So he cheated on her. I guess. Hmm. Like eight years ago. I mean. And it was like a relationship for TV. So. I actually don't believe once a cheater, always a cheater. You don't. Because I feel like. In college, like, okay, in college, there's just, like, certain things that happen. I don't think, like, if you cheated in college, that means you're gonna, like, cheat on your husband of 17 years. No, and being young, like, is a thing. Right. You're young (laughs) and moronic, and that's fair. No, like, being young and stupid is very much a thing. But,
0: like, a guy who's cheating on his girlfriend, and it's, like, a real relationship, and he's in his 30s, like, you have problems. Right, like, if you're living with your significant other, and you're,
1: like, banging the secretary,
0: like, yeah, you You have have issues. but but, like... No, if you're talking about a relationship from, like, eight years ago, yeah, that was four months long. Right, I don't think that equates not once a cheater, that. always a cheater. Yeah. So that's the Taylor Swift update <laughs> of the day. Now the Kardashians are in the news actually quite a bit today. We have two stories. Last night was the season premiere of Kardashians on Hulu. I know, why did nobody Wait, talk about me- it? I had no idea. <gasps> Where is the marketing? <laughs> like, I'm livid. No, last, uh, last season they sponsored the toast. So I <laughs> knew when it was and so did all of you. Yeah. I had no
1: idea. I didn't even know they, there another season was coming out. A trailer came out a few weeks ago, and it looked good. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. And then there was no follow-up. <clears throat> Nothing.
0: But it actually was like a crazy episode, and the thing everyone's talking about is this phone call between Courtney and Kim. Okay. It was really bad. So the timeline of this, it's important to know like, where we're at time-wise. Yeah. So the last season, they'd all just watched Okay. And so Courtney saw the whole Dolce thing go down. She saw like Chloe and and Chris and Courtney, I mean, and Kim in Milan like toasting like, fuck Courtney, like really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tensions I think are even worse. Okay. And Courtney is not on camera. She's on the phone. Kim is on the phone and you hear Courtney's voice and it's just really bad. Like, If these two weren't sisters, they would never never talk. And honestly, I'm always inclined to take Kim's side because up until recently, like Courtney really was like so Ms all the time complaining about her life and it was just like hard to sympathize with this woman who, you know,
1: lives a life that seems perfect. And what are you always complaining about? Kimberly Noel Kardashian forever like I don't care. I Uh love her. And And I will always love her. And I actually really
0: respect and like trust her. I think up and like she's always trust her. She's really logical.
1: And she's I, not mean. No, and I feel like she's actually, for like who she is and what's going on in her life, yeah. down to earth. Yeah, and she doesn't say it. Right, <laughs> and she
0: doesn't say it. But on this phone call, like honestly, I was not on her side. Oh, she man. goes so low. So basically... She calls in and is like, this Dolce thing, I'm still in the contract, I have to go back to Milan to do a dinner, I want to let you know, and I also want to invite you, and Courtney's like, honestly, I'm kind of Dolce'd out, and I just yeah. saw the episode, like, um, honest, I'm not down. I'd love to be Dolce'd out. That's kind of, like, life goals. Yeah, be, I, like, like, for me, currently, right now, I'm kind of, like, targeted out, I'm just kind of, like, revolved out. No, I'm Uber Eats out, out. by the way. I am Uber Eats the fuck out.
1: <laughs> like, Zara out. Like, It's so hard can't. for us,
0: Paige. Like, I'm so Zara'd out.
1: It it's up. too
0: much. But she's like, I'm obviously not coming to this dinner. And Kim is like, well, like we need to talk. Like, you hate me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? And Kim, Courtney was just like, honestly, after seeing this episode and just like thinking about my wedding, you came to my wedding. You were just clearly not happy for me. Everyone
1: told me you were complaining the whole time. Did and you watch the wedding special? I like, didn't. I didn't either. So I feel like they didn't even wouldn't allude to that. I know. In the special, which I wish they did. So she goes... You
0: weren't happy for me. You were complaining the whole time, and then like you come out and like do this Dolce thing that's so similar to the vibe of my wedding. Yeah, and you couldn't. Maybe I would have felt differently if had you been like you know jumping and dancing at the wedding. Yeah, and been like like, this is epic. Yeah, she was like you just couldn't stand that I was the center of attention and like you're a narcissist and like I had a thing and you had to make it your thing. And honestly, (sighs) like I kind of feel it. I kind of feel it. But Then it gets worse. Kim's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was so happy for you. But like, we're all talking about how like, you're so different. You seem so unhappy in your life. Like all of your friends text me and the family. We have a chat called not Courtney, where everyone comes to us to complain about you. (gasps) And Courtney's like, you're starting side chats without me. Like you're the one who's unhappy. Like I don't have side chats about anyone. Like I'm living my life. Yeah. And then she said to me, like, the most unforgivable thing. Like, they're just riling each other up. But Courtney has remained so calm. And I think it's, like, making uh, Kim even crazier. Yep. She goes, I mean, like, even your kids have come to me with problems about how you are.
1: (gasps) Kimberly. I know. it's That's so not Kim. And
0: Courtney didn't even... Give in. She's like, all right, you wanna say that? Then say that. Like, sure. Now you're telling me all my friends, my kids, and my family are coming to you talking about me, but I'm the one who's unhappy. Like, please. And she said on the kids thing is the only thing that got Courtney choked up. And at the at the end she was like, You're such a fucking witch. Yeah. And I fucking hate you and hung up the phone.
1: Oh my God.
0: It was really bad. I think last season they hyped up a lot, like Courtney versus Kim, Courtney versus Kim. Yeah. But now it's like It didn't really get that crazy. Yeah. This to me was the craziest conversation.
1: That, like, makes me sad. I know. And I feel like Courtney has had, like, a tough go of it in certain parts of, like, the show. Mm-hmm. And Kim is always, like, so beloved mm-hmm. that I'm kind of, like, justice for court. If this
0: conversation had happened a few years ago, I'd be like, yes, finally someone's saying, like, Courtney, what's with this yeah. mug on your face? Like, yeah. be happy you have a beautiful life. Like, she was kind of mis, And I do think her life turned around when she met Travis. And yeah. I really believe she's so happy. I wonder if they don't like Travis. I... Feel like they do. I think he's such a good stepdad. He's such a good dad to yeah. his kids. He's like kind of Ben Sofferish. Like he's very affable. Like everybody who meets him yeah. loves him. He's
1: Travis Barker's celebrity. I know,
0: <laughs> and he loves Courtney. So like, yeah. I don't know how you couldn't be happy for your sister, right, 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 when she's met someone who would actually step in front of a train for her. Like yeah. he loves no, her. He's obsessed with this her. conversation from court from Kim's end feels misplaced to me. Like, yeah. I don't feel like Courtney is so happy. Obviously, I don't know what's really going on because right. I'm a nobody, and they like live a thousand away. But I miles away. wish we had the wedding. Yeah, I mean, we do. Did
1: you watch it? No. So I like how we're like, I wish we had the wedding, but we didn't even watch it. (laughs) But I feel like they didn't allude to any drama. Like, I feel like it was supposed to be like a home video of like... Love story. Yeah, I agree. It was like directed by Ellen Von Unworth. Like, she's not doing drama. She's doing like beautiful wedding. But I do always feel like Chris wanted Courtney's wedding to be the way we reacted to Sophia's. And by the way, I think everyone loved it. Like, it was exciting seeing
0: all the girls in Italy. And you know what? I feel like that whole like Dolce '90s like era that's now popular. Like it really was like started at Courtney's wedding, right? All the girls like sh- for the Friday night and the Saturday like the brunch, all their outfits like they were dressed by Dolce and they were sick. Yeah. And Courtney Kim made it a point to be like, I didn't copy. Like I told you, I was telling everyone at the wedding like I didn't like your look. I didn't like the vibe. <laughs> so she's kind of validating what Courtney's saying because Courtney was like, you were complaining the whole time, so you weren't happy at my wedding, and then Kim is like, I didn't copy. I thought it was ugly.
1: And it's so rude so savage to say it's to so rude say to anyone yeah and also like i feel like chloe talked about on um, like a podcast or something when she was like i wish you wore like a they different wedding dress they did the
0: vanity fair thing yes Yes. Yeah. and the I lie was detector like, and she was like do you courtney asked her did you like my wedding dress she and she i felt fine. like that was so mean no like i think there's something to be said about like everyone being like a little mean to courtney and i think there were many years where maybe she would have deserved it because she really was like a mean sister
1: but now in a reality taking a stance from a reality tv point courtney for so many years was the show yeah like courtney and scott drama was sometimes the only drama a season would have so true we can't forget about the years courtney and chloe take miami where he punched the mirror I mean,
0: iconic stuff. And in the very beginning, the show really became so popular. And then Courtney got pregnant. and It was like this crazy thing because Scott was like so toxic. Like she she put the show on her back for many years. Remember when Courtney slept with that guy in Miami? Um, The friend? What was his name? Sorry. Remember when Courtney had a lesbian experimenting phase and she made out with that girl who then ended up on Orange is the New Black? She made out in a club with a girl.
1: Wait. Oh, my God. Courtney and to take Miami. I so like I'm just like a little bit justice for Courtney I agree and that's never something I thought I would say and like the fact that she's like keeps her marriage and her life like a little bit private I get it because for so many years you were on display bleeding out like
0: no you're right so okay I know it's like shocking for me because I'm yeah. always inclined to just like be team Kim
1: same but I honestly think like Courtney's onto something yeah <laughs> Our second Imagine th- Courtney comes out with a spinoff show and it's just her and Travis's life. I, and
0: like, we're just. There's so much interesting stuff there. Like, Travis, they're a blended family, which is always a- interesting dynamics. Alabama Barker.
1: She's a star. A star. Mason. Star. Yep. He's recently bar mitzvahed. Landon on the Charlie De D'Amelio De show like it's just so so much is happening and there's also just
0: really interesting family dynamics like you know Atiana his oldest daughter yep. is actually not his biological daughter it's his ex-wife's wife's daughter with someone else and he raises her
1: oh I didn't realize that yeah. I thought it was a different that was his daughter a different mom no so there's a lot going on no there. there's a lot going on so there's We could get Shanna signed on. Well, she's nuts. Courtney would
0: never agree. But she'd be so good on reality TV. For sure. And she would love it. Yeah. Today's episode is also brought to you by Lululemon. Specifically, leggings from Lululemon. Because I don't know if you've looked outside recently. But thank the Lord. It's sweater weather. Sweater weather. And that means... We're wearing our big sweaters, we're pairing them with leggings and we're living our best lives comfortably and we're getting our leggings at Lululemon because they're the one-stop shop for leggings. I just feel like, you know, where would you go for the best podcast? You would go to The Toast. Where do you go for leggings? You go to Lululemon, like it makes sense. They have a ton of different options. Here are like some of the best ones. The Fast and Free leggings, those ones are powered by Nulux fabric. It's really weightless on your body. It has great coverage and those are designed for people who are looking for a legging that gives them complete freedom from distractions, whether you're running or jogging. So if you're super active, we would definitely recommend the Fast and Free leggings. They also have the Wonder Train leggings. So it's designed with a really innovative fabric called Everlux. It's their fastest drying fabric. So it allows you to work hard, feel dry, so that you can effortlessly transition from sweat to street. If you're also just a person who runs hot, which I am, especially like in my crevices, I like a pair of leggings. (laughs) I really share too much. Um, I like a pair of leggings that can absorb moisture and not get cold. Because if I'm sweating and then that, patch of sweat doesn't dry I'm like freezing in my nether regions those are the wonder train leggings but by far I love the Align leggings I love the whole Align collection from Lululemon but the Align leggings are great if you're wearing leggings not for active reasons like you're just running errands or I love to wear leggings on airplanes these ones are so comfortable it's the Nulu fabric they have a lightweight low compression yoga solution so it's versatile enough for casual wear it's giving you like a next to nothing body sensation and full freedom of movement so get into the Lululemon leggings at lululemon.com that's l-u-l-u-lemon.com today's episode is also brought to you by eBoost. So if you are looking for a boost of energy, they are the sponsor of today's show. And I have to tell you, uh, they are a fabulous product, especially for me, because I don't love coffee but I'm you know sometimes I get tired like even podcasters get tired and here's what's so great about eBoost they're non-gmo soy free and vegetarian plus gluten-free they contain no artificial flavors colors or sweeteners and they have 15 calories or less per can including only one to two grams of sugar so they're made with high quality ingredients and they're great if you're just looking for like everyday energy if you're having a late night you're working or studying through the night like they always do on suits they're up all night I don't know how they're doing it without eBoost if you work out it's really good for before or after your workout you're suffering from jet lag like you took a red eye or for me like that 3 p.m slump that's always when I reach for an e-boost drink that to me is like the hardest time of day and the most important you know we still have a few hours left in the day you know we have the same hours in a day as Beyonce so don't be feeling tired at 3 p.m take the super fuel from eBoost. It's only 10 calories a can. It's formulated with vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, nootropics. It's not what you'd normally expect in an energy drink. And when you compare it to some other popular energy drinks, you would be shook at like the sugar intake, the calories, all of those things. So of course, we have a great deal for you guys. They're so confident that you're going to love Superfuel. They are giving you a four pack for free. All you have to do is pay for the shipping. So take advantage of this offer today when you go to eBoost.com toast to get your free four pack of Superfuel. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. So the Strays Brethren are the most important people in our lives. And if you have a Streis bro in your life, you know how important it is to take care of their whole body health and switching to fresh, healthy food like the Farmer's Dog is going to make such a difference in your dog's day to day and also just like increase the longevity of your dog's life. Like that's what we're here to do. Take care of our Strays Brethren because very sadly, they can't take care of themselves. So switching from kibble to fresh can seem like magic. When a senior dog starts acting like a puppy again and the pickiest of eaters can't wait for dinner time, you might think some spells were cast, but the farmer's dog doesn't use any sorcery or secret ingredients to make their food fresh. It's just science. They are making and delivering fresh, healthy dog food. It's developed by vets. It's nutritionally balanced and it's made from real healthy ingredients to human food safety conditions. It is really the best option for dogs at all life stages because it's not kibble, it's not canned crap. It's just real healthy food. The farmer's dog isn't just fresh, high-quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. So when you sign up, they'll ask you a ton of questions about your dog so that when your packages arrive, you know exactly what you're giving them is exactly what would be recommended. There's so many benefits. Like Theo, when he switched, his breath was such a problem for me. Like it was not normal dog breath. It was bad. Better breath, shinier coat, more energy. His poops are more consistent. Just so many things because he's really like healthier now, like whole body health. Theo's on a fitness journey as well. So get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Plus you get free shipping, but only when you go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash toast to get 50% off your first box and free shipping. All right, our second Kardashian story is another plot line from the episode last night, but it's not nearly as serious. Kris Jenner forced her boyfriend, Corey Gamble, Mm -hmm. to reject a role on Yellowstone. So Kris Jenner revealed during the season four premiere of The Kardashians that she once blocked her longtime boyfriend, Corey Gamble, from appearing in the hit Paramount show Yellowstone. Jenner claimed that she forced Corey to turn down the role in the Kevin Costner-led series once she learned that the role might contain some romantic scenes. The revelation came while the matriarch and her two daughters, Chloe and Kim, grabbed dinner with Corey and Cabo. She said, I'm so excited to watch the next episode of Yellowstone. And Corey said, well, if it wasn't for you, I would be a Yellowstone star. Confused as to why someone wouldn't take the opportunity to be on camera, Kim asked Corey why he turned down such a prominent role. And Chris butted in and she said, because I thought he was gonna have a romantic relationship. Unable to resist the urge to poke fun at her mom, Chloe lassoed herself into the conversation, but if they said they wanted you to star and Kiss Kevin Costner, I'm sure you would take it. <gasps> I'm shocked. I'm shocked. It also kind of feels like this is an ad for Yellowstone, like in the Kardashians, does it not
1: it Re- Right. Product placement. They product. did a great job. No, I know. Even though, like, Yellowstone um, is, like,
0: not in production, Kevin Costner won't film, and they, like, haven't – it was, like, they en- they did a mid-season finale. I hate when this happens with shows. It's been over a year since the mid-season finale, so season five never even ended.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah,
0: Kevin Costner, like, won't show up for work. Kev. He's also going through a divorce, so it's, like, not helping. And his wife wants, like, $300,000 a month, and she doesn't want to work. And Relatable.
1: <laughs> no, I love that for her. And also, like, didn't she, like, sleep with his best friend? Yeah, like, yeah
0: there's, like, a lot going on. And he has, like, this $40 million. It kind of looks like Yellowstone, like, ranch. I I'd
1: love it. if they had a reality show. Yes. Okay, I'm shocked at Chris Jenner. I know. I feel like she, above all, like, knows a good opportunity when she sees it. Right, and, like, what, Corey was going to, like, go then, like, be with this woman? Like, that makes me think... More is going on between her and Corey, and maybe let's put that that on the show. I want to say, like, yeah, this sounds like someone who's
0: insecure. But if Ben got offered a role where he had to kiss someone, like, I'm out, I'm out. No
1: way. Unless it was going to make him like really, really famous. Okay, it's funny because Craig always will say like, also none of us are actors. I know. <laughs> These hypotheticals. every couple have this conversation. I know. I, oh, yes, they do. <laughs> because Craig was like, look, if we like agreed like it's just acting and it was for your career, like fine. But I like f- would feel a certain type of way. And I would feel... Nothing, I feel like. If Craig did it? Yeah.
0: Well, here's the thing. Like, what am I getting out of this? So let's say Ben is booked a role on the TV show. Is it like a very minor role where he doesn't come back? Then it's not worth it. Right. Is it going to shoot me, him, and our family to stardom? Yeah. I'm all for it. Okay, got it. Like, the, the benefits have to outweigh the risks. But you...
1: What are the risks that you think that, like, Ben would fall in love with this girl that he kissed one time and is gonna leave you for, yeah, like, if it's this like, random actress? What if it's, like, some shiksa goddess? <laughs>
0: ben is, like, you know, so tantalized by her blonde hair and enormous
1: perky breasts. I I just don't see Ben's softer celebrity doing that to his family. Well, you know, Ben hosts a podcast with Josh Peck, yeah. and I... Whenever I'm on
0: their podcast, like my, I'm always asking him because he's an actor, like and yeah. he's like kissed a bunch of different people. I think he like just kissed Hillary Duff, like yeah. in his show. I'm like, what? Like how? Yeah. And he's like, it's just not like that. It's actually like weird. Like so many people are watching you. You're literally acting,
1: and it's kind of like weird and gross. Like it's not good. Can I tell you something? Because you're a book girly. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, I had to do a commercial for a James Patterson book. Ooh, we have to find that. It's called uh I forget what it was called. He, oh, But they were like we were like vampires, I wanna say. Or something. No
0: fucking way. I'm
1: 16 years old. I'm literally harnessed up. <gasps> I have to like fly through the air, make out scene. Oh! Kissed a guy, had a boyfriend in high school. Oh. My mom's like on set with me because I'm a child. Uh-huh. I fell in love with this man. You like, <laughs> Fully fell in love with him. Every so often, I'll look him up on the internet. No fucking way. (laughs) Is he married? What's he up to? Uh, I haven't looked in years. Last time I looked him up actually, has probably been like five years ago, but I had just moved to New York City, saw him on the street. Did he recognize you? I, we both recognized each other for sure, but, but we both didn't say hi, That's kept walking, but I was like, oh my God, that was definitely the guy I made out with. Oh my and God. And I don't think he recognized me, cause like I was 16 and then he was right. seeing me, I was like 25. Right. Oh. How crazy. So, was your boyfriend mad at the time? He was like a little, yeah, he was like, all my, like everyone's like making fun of me. And I was like, it's literally a job. Like okay. get over it. I have it. a similar story. Like not really. <laughs> When I
0: was, like, just starting out influencing, I had, like, maybe, like, 500,000 followers on Instagram. I got reached out to by The Steve Harvey Show. It was, like, my first time ever being on TV, like, for an interview. And I was, like, oh, fuck, yes. Yes. I was so excited. And the more I talked to the producer, they were, like, we're making it a dating segment. Okay. And it was, like, you have to judge, like, because we want to learn all about social media. Like, you're going to see three boys' social media profiles. Okay. And, like, judge them and then, like, choose one. Okay. (laughs) And I was, like, oh, yeah, I'm single for sure. (laughs) Ben's, like, literally next to me. We, ben comes with me to Chicago yep. we like look alike everybody just thought we were like brother and sister I'm like oh this is my brother um, <laughs> Wait, I and I literally that. had to do this dating segment where like literally three different guys yep. and I like chose one and Ben was like trying to be happy for me he was having a mental breakdown in the dressing room like losing his fucking mind
1: <laughs> I mean you did have to like make out then no. did you like hang out with them after no, no they had to
0: film a little segment where we like walk into a restaurant like on a fake date. Wait, I love this. It was we like need a to sea- resurface
1: that. No, we fucking don't.
0: <laughs> don't you dare! And it was like a seafood restaurant. Just that. I need to hire some company to get that scrubbed from the internet. Like I love immediately. that. Um, next story. My favorite couple to talk about. Okay. Lauren Sanchez says there's nothing better than seeing her fiance Jeff Bezos. Um, Yeah, I would be excited to see him. Yeah, like just to be with him. Like, yeah, I'd be excited too if every time my fiance came to see me, he brought me like a $40 million house. I'd
1: love to see anyone on their yacht. Yeah, like you could bring my arch nemesis, and I'd be like, it's great running into you. I would be like,
0: move over. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) So even a whole day apart is too long for these lovebirds. Lauren Sanchez couldn't help but gush over her soon to be hubby Jeff Bezos in a heartfelt post on social media. She said nothing better than when I get to see him for lunch between his meetings. It wasn't long before fans and celebs rushed to like to the comment section. Cute Kyle Richards wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, pop star Katy Perry, who shares a close friendship with the couple, also responded with a heart emoji. This woman is the luckiest woman in America. I'm
1: the luckiest woman in America.
0: I also just really like weirdly like them as a couple, even though I don't like Die for Jeff Bezos or anything, even though he has changed my life. Um, I feel like of all the girls he could have dated, like after yeah. divorcing his wife, he could have dated like an 18-year-old and yep. everybody would have been like, okay. He dated someone age-appropriate. I do find it
1: respectful.
0: Yeah, and they've weirdly been together. I feel like they had a, like an oddly traditional courtship, even though the way that they came out as a couple was weird with like, remember her brother Wait, was wasn't like, she married? Yeah, and like her brother was like selling their sex to the National Enquirer. And we saw all those text messages of him being like, I want to drink with you. Like, not get drunk, but just like a little tipsy and then like wake up with you and read the newspaper. <laughs> Honestly, it's sweet. It's very sweet. He didn't say like, I want to clap those cheeks, bitch. Like,
1: <laughs> it was really... There's something about when you say something really funny and sexual, like it hits so different. Me like specifically? Yeah, like I think it's... Ten times funnier because also I'm not like that. Like I don't. Yeah, like the, someone else could have said slap those cheeks and I would have been like it's a little vulgar. But when you say it, like also it's I don't know, oddly like cute. I don't know if like slap
0: those cheeks is something. <laughs> I think it's clap those cheeks. Oh whatever. whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I just like I
0: weirdly think they're sweet and they had like a traditional yeah. courtship. They were like dating for like a year and a half, got engaged. Like it's like a normal people. Does thing. she have kids? I don't think so. Okay. Does he? Yeah, he must.
1: I think he does, but I. Just like, I don't know why I think about it from the point of like, if I was her daughter, Mm -hmm. like, how happy I would be.
0: Like, my bat mitzvah would be the event of the century. Yeah, mom. Fuck dad. It's (laughs) also so different. It's funny how different. (laughs) Mackenzie Bezos his ex-wife mm-hmm. and uh Jeff like live and spend their money. Yeah. She got 36 billion dollars. I think she gave 35 and a half of it to like a million different charities and now like lives a life of poverty with her half a billion dollars. Yeah. And he I think is now worth like 100 billion dollars. He has not given 1 dollar away. He's going to space. No it's it's insane. just funny how
1: men and women are different like yeah. that. And I do I do always get annoyed. Maybe different because they're not like famous actors or something. But like I always think of Chris Pratt and Anna Faris. Like I think about it a lot. And that's so funny. I never think about them. But they're people worth thinking about. I think about them a lot because when they got together, she was very popular, mm-hmm. probably the height of her career. Yeah, rom-com queen. He was like a little chubby and he was on TV. Yeah, and no, he had like that very small role in that terrible movie, Five Year Engagement. And it was just, and then all of a sudden roles reversed. So and right. he was like, oh, and by the way, I'm out. Yeah, and I'm a star now, I'm skinny, bye. And she loved him while he That's so was no true. one. true. And I think about it a lot and it really annoys me. So when anything comes up about him... In pop culture, and people are like so for him. I'm like, I didn't forget. You know who I have that same thing with? Mm. Austin Butler and Vanessa Hudgens. She mm, saw something
0: in yes. him that nobody saw. She told, she him discovered to, him. She told him to be Elvis. She was dating him when he was on The Carrie Diaries, the CW amazing show, by the way, prequel to The Sex and the City. Like, she was with him during the dark times. The s- Carrie
1: Diaries was so good, and people don't talk about it enough. Nobody talks about
0: <laughs> it. It's the most incredible show. It has really nothing to do with Sex in the City because Carrie Carrie was not like that girl at no, all. No, no, no. But Anna Sophia Robb crushed the role of Carrie. Crushed. It was the best show. And that's like literally all he did after his like Nickelodeon fame. Mm-hmm. And then he was just like famous for being like a former child star and being really hot and dating Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. And then he became a star and never once saw or spoke to her again. Like that pisses me off. And now he's like engaged to Kaya Gerber.
1: I just watched a movie last night on Amazon called Bottoms, and Kaya Gerber oh, was in it. I heard it was great. Me and Craig loved it. I heard it was amazing. I want to watch it. It's like very odd. Mm -hmm. And like things were happening and we were like, what What are we watching? But for whatever reason, we were like, this is amazing and I can't stop. And she's in it as like an actress? Yes. And she is so good. Wow. And I think it was because she's not like a main main. Right. She's a little bit supporting cast, but she definitely has lines. And I think it was a great way to like intro her into movies. And I have nothing against her. I think she makes a nice couple, but I have something against him. Yeah, I feel like he's a little arrogant.
0: Jackie like put it into my brain. She's like, I think he's a social climber and now I can only see that him as that. Yes,
1: he is. I also like when he gave up to give a speech, got up and he was like full accent oh, of that. So, like, the accent thing was, I think, threw a lot of people off. It's, it was too
0: much for I me. I just, I never forget Vanessa Hudgens, just like you never forget yeah. Anna Ferris. And how he won't ever say Vanessa's name. That like. Yeah, that she, she was the one who gave him the idea to pursue a role in yeah. Elvis. She was like, your voice, like, you can sing like him. Justice for fucking... But she's I've really I've never happy. given
1: anyone that nice of a compliment.
0: Never in my life. <laughs> I'm like, Ben, you should play Bozo the Clown <laughs> in his biopic. No, I feel
1: like I called Craig, like, Ellen DeGeneres the other day. You I, know, like...
0: Uh, yeah. No, I call Ben Bozo the Clown. Like, Whenever he puts on, like, a crazy outfit, he's always wanting to experiment. I'm like, just wear black pants. Yeah. But he always has to put on, like, the pink no, pants. No, Craig's in a very experimental face. And I said, okay, Bozo. Yeah. <laughs> but that's... <laughs> He'll, now he knows, like, he'll put an outfit on and he'll come in, and before he even asks, he's like, Bozo? I'm like, Bozo.
1: <laughs> Wait, that's adorable. No,
0: I know. At first, he was offended, but I'm like, listen,
1: I, I want what's best for you. Like, yeah, really I'm trying to help. I'm out here good. helping you.
0: Our fifth and final story is probably one of my favorite sagas in pop culture that nobody is talking about. Okay. I'm sure everybody knows that Katy Perry is, like, in this crazy lawsuit. Nobody's talking about it. Thank you. She's in this crazy lawsuit over a piece of real estate that she had purchased from this like very old man. He's a former he's a veteran. and he was he had just gotten back surgery. He was on crazy like opioids. Mm-hmm. and they presented him with a legal document, and he signed it. And then two days later, when he came to, he was like, "Wait, I just signed away my house. I live here. I don't want to sell it." And now they're in a crazy lawsuit. She's suing him for millions, which is okay, it's crazy. But what makes the saga crazier is that this man, Do you want to know who his daughter is? Yeah, who? Cameron Westcott from The Real Housewives of Dallas.
1: It's her dad.
0: Stop!
1: Yes! Yes! All roads lead back to Bravo. That's crazy. Also, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. Also, wait, side note. I just saw Orlando Bloom's in like a new movie. I saw like the preview for it on the TV. He looks horrible. No, have you ever seen his penis? I personally
0: haven't I have because he got paparazzi um nude paddleboarding in like Mallorca or something
1: and tiny small I just
0: think he's a grower not a okay, show he it. wasn't like he wasn't erect on the paddleboard <laughs> right <laughs> he well, was just <laughs> chilling
1: um she must have great PR that like not that many people are speaking about and this it. is also the second like major lawsuit
0: she had sued this like coventry like a yeah. covenant uh, like a what's it called a covenant Okay, where like nurse, a, where nuns live? A convent. Convent. Yeah, oh, man, I'm so dumb. No, um, that's she it. had
1: sued like a convent because like she wanted their land, and then like these old nuns like died, and it was like a whole thing. Um, um, wait, small Katy Perry story. Yeah. So one time I was doing an Amazon Live, and she had a shoe line that was like exclusive Amazon. Yeah, she has like a what's it called like kitty kitty shoes something. Or something. And I was doing the live with her, and I was so nervous. So like the night before, I memorized all of the shoes Mm -hmm. and what like their names were so that like we could just like say the name of the shoe and the blah 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 blah. She was so late (gasps) that like they were so nervous about it that we couldn't even do we were supposed to do like a rehearsal didn't do a rehearsal she just like came in and it was virtual Oh, and I'm sweating sweating, and I'm saying the name we're doing the live I'm saying the names of the shoes and she was like I have no idea what you're doing. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> like she didn't know the names of the shoes, so She's then I was so like, messy. "Did I just insult her by like making by her, knowing more? Yeah, by like making her almost look bad." Oh my so God. then I couldn't say just the names. You threw of it the out the window. window.
0: Yeah, I threw it out the window. Okay, so here's the update on the legal battle. She's okay. slammed for quote attacking the week by the family of dying dying veteran Carl Westcott. Oh. She is suing for two point six million dollars in property dispute as his son is saying his American hero father shouldn't have to spend his last days fighting her in court. So. Honestly, I'm not really interested in the details of the legal battle. What I'm interested in is another thing I learned about this man. Ready? You're saying, oh, how can Cameron Westcott, how can this war veteran own a property for $15 million that Katy Perry wants to buy? Like, you don't get paid to be in the Army. Right. More importantly, do you know what he did after the Army? What? He is the founder, and this is how Cameron Westcott is so... I know. This is how Cameron Westcott's so rich. He is the founder of 1-800-Flowers.
1: Isn't that crazy? (gasps) Oh my God. So at this point, it's
0: like rich people fighting rich people. Like, I don't really care, but like, let the old man live. So he
1: can, he can afford to pay the lawsuit. But it's more so that
0: he's like in hospice, like leave this man alone. Yeah, that's crazy. But I just think it's fascinating that that's where her fortune and then she you know she married very well so Cameron Westcott's doing just fine post Real Housewives oh of Dallas. Oh god. 1-800. Did you ever watch?
1: I did. It was good. Because our production company actually that made Summer, House. Summer House made Dallas. Got it. I think like they deserved uh, more. No there was Brandy had a lot to give and they didn't they didn't execute it. Yeah they didn't explore it enough. Same
0: with Leanne Lockin. Now she had to be fired for yes. a multitude of reasons and I agree with them but we would be lying if we sat here and said she wasn't a star. Are. A
1: star. They're just hands. <laughs> Her boyfriend that wore an eye patch. Oh, yeah. What was the same Rick? He was a cop. I mean, just. No. TV Gold. TV Gold
0: is this moment. Season one, <laughs> episode one. Okay. We meet all the women besides Leanne. Yeah. And they're all talking about Leanne. They say, Leanne, she's the woman to know. Leanne, you want to be on her good side. She runs this town. Yeah. It's all these millionaire women with their Chanel bags. Millionaire. Leanne. We're afraid of Leanne. Cut to Leanne. We, show, we see her for the first time. I remember my jaw <laughs> dropped. Not that there's anything wrong. But she lives in this like tiny house. Yeah. And I'm like, why are all these incredibly well-connected, rich, 1-800-Flowers women? <laughs> yeah. Why are they afraid? What power does she have? Yeah. They're like, in the charity world, it's Leanne Logan. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see Leanne's house. I'm like, let's go. Yep. I'm like, it's just a regular house. I was floored. That was like a jaw-dropping moment. And I found out later... That because the pilot of Real Housewives of Dallas wasn't supposed to be Real Housewives of Dallas. It was supposed to be a show about, like, wealthy women in Dallas, but all about, like, the charity world. Okay. And that's why every other word on the first episode of Real Housewives of Dallas is charity. Yeah. Charity this, charity that. I'm like, who cares and, about charity? No,
1: literally, I felt so bad. I was like, it's enough. We got no, it. But it's, like, it's nice.
0: Like, I know that's what rich women do. They do yeah, charity. Yeah, for sure. But that's not what the Real Housewives is about. Maybe once no. maybe once every season there's a charity event. Right. But that's not the point. Right. Like, we have enough homeless toothless. It was, like, you know, like, (laughs) Like, we get it. Yeah, like, in in New Jersey, they have Dolores' annual baseball game to raise money for breast cancer, which is amazing. No, we love that. In. Beverly Hills, they have homeless, not toothless, <laughs> and in New York Housewives, the old one, they had that woman who like lived in a shelter, and Ramona and Sonia wouldn't let her get a word in, and they forgot her name.
1: That was the best moment of my life. <laughs> her name was like um, Birdie or something, Birdie, but, but they kept calling call her like, Bridget or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> the that's best. an iconic moment that people don't replay. Enough. It's not a popular enough
0: one, but actually, a friend of mine over the, like the court last last year has been like wanting to get into Bravo. Mm-hmm. So she watched Beverly Hills, and she's like, "What should I watch next?" I'm like, "You have to watch New York." Yeah, and she keeps sending me like clips of her TV of like mostly Alex McCord moments. And honestly, I'm getting such an itch. I need...
1: She's at the part... OG, OG New York City
0: is unparalleled. She's at the part where Alex McCord is like taking her modeling career really seriously. And she's doing like hip hop dance classes to just like learn to be in music video (laughs) sets. I need to rewatch
1: it. Simon also was... The love of my life. He was too... Like, too good for his time. No, like they, they was, weren't appreciated in their no, own weren't.
0: time. And I saw somebody tweet once, like, recently, that if Alex and Simon McCord were on right now, they would be so well-liked. Because they are, like, edgy Brooklyn. They're yep. like, we don't need to live in Manhattan. But, like, in the early 2000s, we're like, no, you need to live in Manhattan. Yeah. And, like, and now Brooklyn is, like, so nice. And they would be so popular now. But I rewatched, like, the early two, three seasons during covid and I forgot that they were living in this like actual construction dungeon. <laughs> like Jill comes over and she's like, "You're living in this?" Like it is was that actually
1: Luann says like her shoes are like Herman Munster shoes. That's a little bit later. She's like, "Oh, is that a buffalo coming down the stairs?" <laughs> you came down in your Herman Munster shoes.
0: Uh, they were Louis Vuitton. Well, even Louis Vuitton makes mistakes. Like <laughs> she was so iconic. Remember when yeah. she um, yelled at Bethany for. Not making her chauffeur call Bethany Mrs. Frankel. She lets the chauffeur call her Bethany. No, she was like actually awful when she Wait, was a Or Alex. Luann. Uh, okay. Luann. They get get into a car with like this driver who Bethany knows, and
1: he's calling her Bethany. Yes. 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 And
0: she's like. Bethany, you should really be calling you Mrs. Frankel.
1: My favorite was when she went to Miami and she went to go look at a poster of herself, like, and none of the other women wanted with to her. Go <laughs> she was in her hustle era then, because she was no longer married.
0: She yeah. was rebuilding, like, a business. She was going on tour. And her tour actually ended up, in like, extremely successful. Yeah. She was playing, like, big theaters. She's and you a cabaret star. And she was, like, a little full of herself. But you know what? She had every right to be. She was, like, a woman scorned, and she was out on her own, you know, hustling for
1: a dollar for her family they did an episode like where did the housewives come from like in like their yes. house child- hers was actually impressive. fascinating and extremely impressive like the things she had accomplished modeling like, pageants. Just, like living different places and very yeah like a go-getter yeah no
0: you're right like there's more to these women but there's like a few women especially from new york who i just identify with like and yeah. love like luann could never do anything that would make me dislike her like, yeah I just I ride for her. Yeah, I love Luan. But so back to Cameron Westcott. Like I just think not enough people know that the man Katy Perry is suing is Cameron Westcott's dad, and he f- uh, founded One Eight Hundred Flowers. I just think that was information everybody. Yeah, needs every-
1: or... n- more people should be talking about this.
0: And that's what we do. But here that's at why the you're toast. our leader. That's yeah. what we do here at the Toast Page. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, this has been such a long episode. Paige, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you for having me. If you enjoyed what you heard here, which I can't imagine you didn't, <laughs> listen to Paige's podcast. She hosts it with Hannah Burner. It's called Giggly Squad, and it's just, it's a giggle fest. Yeah, it is. It's really laughing good. over there. And if you're inspired by Paige's just overall fabulosity, follow her on Instagram. I want to say Paige underscore disorder Yeah. Why not? What happened? What's with the underscore? <laughs> this, is, by the way, whenever there's a guest on, at the end, I'm, like, promoting them, and then I grill them for their handles. I'm, like, why, why space?
1: Um... I did a space because at the time when I made my Instagram I thought like oh this is easier to read. <laughs> Why cause you think it would be paged or sorbo? Yeah, like I didn't know if people were gonna Well, it's working for you. You have a ton thank of followers. You. Thank
0: you. So make sure to follow her and thank you guys so much for listening to the toast tomorrow's episode is Jackson Claude. Video and audio. So we'll see you then. Thank you so much for listening to The Toes and Monday Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. If you're also available as a podcast anywhere, podcasts can be found on so Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Sister, Public Radio, iRadio, Castbox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us, The Toes, leave a five star review, bitch, about how beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Have an amazing Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow for Friday. Woohoo! That's my favorite part. I know.
1: Have you ever seen on TikTok where that one crazy. Oh,
0: are we done? No. I have to say bye. bye. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I
1: thought you were still talking on the podcast. No.